0: I don't care what you're in. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care who's talked about you or what they said about you. God still loves you where you are. Amen and amen. I got to be honest with you tonight. My my heart is is in a total t te- t te- total different direction tonight. Normally than what God has given us the stream uh, this past week. Me and Carter man, we walked around the mall today for a couple hours. I was just trying to clear my mind, trying to get the mind of God. And uh, Carter didn't give me this one. Say so amen. The Lord gave us this one some while ago. And I, I'm going to be honest with you tonight. I was very unsettled in my heart uh, till we passed exit 63, Duncan 290. The Holy Ghost uh, nailed it down in my heart. And uh, one thing I've learned, you, you better do what God tells you yes, to sir. do. Right. That's right. I had no idea who was going to be here. And it really don't matter. God knows. And I'm just going to do what God has asked us to do tonight. Genesis chapter number 37, Genesis chapter number 37 tonight, I do appreciate all the prayers, man, thank you for praying, if somebody's praying for traffic to be good, it's been wonderful and I'm not trying to jinx, but it's a blessing uh, to get on 85, man, stuff runs smooth, I, I, I don't take that lightly, I do appreciate it, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest tonight, this, this thing is, is roasting in my heart. Now, I really feel that somebody needs this. I don't know who you are, what you're in, what you're going through, uh, but I do know when when the Holy Ghost speaks to you, you listen to Him. Amen. I want you to stand tonight, Genesis chapter number thirty-seven, and I just I'm going to read just just a couple verses here, and and I really want to give you the thought uh, God has placed and buried in our heart tonight. Genesis chapter number thirty-seven. Uh, I want you to look at verse number five. If you got it, say Amen. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it his brethren. And Notice these next few words here. And they hated him yet the more. Look at verse number nine. And he dreamed yet another dream, and told it his brethren, and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made oh Beasts to me. Can I say this? He uh, Joseph wasn't being prideful. Joseph wasn't being arrogant. Joseph wasn't being cocky. He was just trying to tell them what God has showed him. That's right. Can I say this? Never be scared to share what God has placed in your heart. Amen. It took a lot. And he verse number ten. And he told it his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come down, bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? Notice verse number 11. And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the saying. I'm interested tonight in verse number five, you'll find the word dream. Verse number six, verse number nine, and verse number 10, Joseph had a dream. But sure enough, as Joseph had a dream, Tonight, there are some dream killers that Joseph had to deal with. Yes, sir. The help of God tonight, I want to preach on dream killers. Our Father, Lord, we thank you tonight for the word of God. Lord, you promised us forever ago, Lord, when you pinned it down, the word of God will not return void. Lord, I appreciate you speaking to me on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday. But Father, you have made it extremely clear in my heart about tonight. Extremely clear. Lord, we was gonna go a teetotal opposite direction. God, you've spoke to my heart coming down the road. Lord, I pray you'll take this sermon. Lord, it's not about me. It's not about nobody in here. God, it's about you. Lord, we are trusting the unseen hand tonight. Lord, I'm glad, God, when... Lord, I can't trace your hand. Lord, I'm glad I can trust your heart. God, help us tonight, Father, for me you will. In Jesus' name, the church said, amen. You may be seated tonight. We find a uh, very popular story in the word of God about Joseph. Joseph was a man who loved God. And you'll find out here in a little bit, Joseph loved God whether things were good, yes, sir. whether things were bad. And I say tonight that it's okay to dream dreams. I know in high school, preacher, I, I always wanted to be an airplane pilot. I don't know why in the world I wanted to be an airplane pilot, but I always thought it was it's mesmerizing. Man, you go to the airport and see these massive airplanes. Brother Donnie, man, these big old huge metal objects. And I, uh, Caleb, I always thought, Brother Jared, I wanted to fly. Could you imagine getting on an airplane and me coming over that loudspeaker Amen, amen, praise God, it's time to take off again. Somebody say amen. Amen. Man, they chucked me overboard. Southwest would fire me ASAP, amen. Amen. But that was a dream of mine I had. Man, I got the books, I I even got, man, the videotapes back then, that's all they had for the little Cessna starting out. I started looking at that stuff, Jared, and I thought my dream was to be a pilot little did I know my dream was gonna fade away and God would place another dream in my life. That is the call to preach. May I say this, Mr. Webster said something about a dream. It is something you have wanted very much to do, to be or to have for a very long time. A strong desired goal or purpose, something that fully satisfies a wish. C.S. Lewis said this, you were never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream. May I say, ladies and gentlemen, Joseph's position in his life did not change the fact that he would have opposition in his life. You you can say you have arrived in life. You can say that, man, you made it to this plateau where, man, you feel like you're spiritually got everything ready, hunky-dory But your position in life does not change the fact you're going to have opposition in life. I know people have been saved for a day, they have opposition. I know people that's been saved for 60, 70 years and they still have opposition in their life. Job 14, one, man, that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Opposition in our life. John 16, verse number 33, these things have I spoken unto you. That in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I'm glad even in the midst of tribulation and trials and persecution and opposition, I'm glad we can set forward for the cause of Christ. May I say we find here in our story tonight in Genesis 37, we find a man by the name of Joseph who is about to take a role in life. He is about to teach us some things tonight. May I say number one tonight? I don't have introduction. It's just a straight message. I want you to look at the verse number 11. And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the saying. Look at verse number 12. And his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. And I got to be honest with you. If I just heard that my dad was mad at me and didn't want nothing to do with me, preacher, and I just heard my brothers from their own mouth say they hate me. It's gonna be really hard for me to obey what my father has commanded me to do. One of the hardest things to do in life is to serve somebody that hates your guts. I'm preaching tonight. God's here and don't you worry about being quiet. It's okay, I promise. It's fine. God's got me the green light and we're gonna go, amen. One of the hardest things to do in life is, mom, is to serve somebody that's talked about your kids. One of the hardest things to do, dad, is to talk about, man, go serve somebody, try to help somebody that's ran you down like a dog. Yeah, you're right. And I say this even in the middle of opposition. May I say, number one, Joseph maintained his role in life. Look at verse number 13 tonight. And Israel said to Joseph, Do not thy brethren feed the flock and shechem? Come, and I will send thee unto them. And he said, notice his response, knowing his brothers hate his guts. Look at what he says. Here I am. You know the sad reality is when we don't have revival, ladies and gentlemen, we will not serve others because of what they've done to us. Can I be honest with you, you pastors can uh, announce to this if, if you was to quit every time something bad happened or somebody talked about you, you'd have been out of this thing a long time ago. Somebody say amen. amen. If I served God based on people's opinions of me, honey, I'd have been gone a long time ago. Yeah. What I'm telling you it's tonight, some of you, you're sitting here and you're hurt and the only thing you can think about is how you're gonna get even. Maybe a mom or a dad or a grandma, somebody's walked out of your life Man, you're sitting there mad at God. You're trying to blame God. And if you're not real careful, you're serving God. Those men, are the, the praising God. Man, I'm telling you, thank you, Holy Ghost. All those things you used to do, you won't do them no more because you're mad because somebody's walked out of your life. And I say this, whether everybody walks out of your life or everybody stays in your life, it's our job to serve God no matter who walks out or who walks in our life. You want God to bless the church? How about being faithful to God no matter who comes in or who comes out of your life? Yes, sir. I'll never forget, I was a youth pastor over there at Bessie Road. And Brother Ellis I, I learned a lot. I got all these gray hair from those teenagers. Say amen. Some of them still ain't changed. They turned into young men and are crazy. Say amen. But I'll never forget one night, man, I was down there had big big time man and the, these kids, they were, man, they were sitting there, and we were just talking, Brother Donnie, just nonchalantly, just, just hanging out. And this girl's mama was there. And boy, they, they started popping off at the mouth at each other. I instantly knew this ain't gonna be good. And that girl, Caleb Mitchell Jared, she pointed her finger right at her mama. And she said, I hate your guts. There's a lot of things that get me steamed. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm not going to say the other word. I'm going to say steamed. Say amen. Mad. Say amen. Tick, tock. Y'all know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of stuff that makes my blood pressure boil. And to see a, a kid disrespect their mom and dad really makes me mad. I know I did it when I was older younger, but now that I'm older, but I got that beat out of me. Somebody, that's what we need more of. That's, that ain't popular preaching. Say amen. Praise God for whooping. Somebody say amen. Man, that girl, man, she, she pointed her finger right at her mama and she trotted off out that door. Brother Ellison, I, I try my best to be nice. I said, well, Lord, you ain't gonna worry about it. Holy Ghost, go get her. I said, well, okay, Lord. Man, I barged out that door and I'm, she was mad. Y'all ever make a teenage girl mad? It is on like Donkey Kong. Somebody know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sound like the Tasmanian devil out there. I go out there, Miss to that girl, I said, what, what, What's wrong? She said, I hate my mom. I said, Shut your mouth. Say, Preacher, you said that? I did. Holy Ghost gave me authority. I, it's not right to say that. Say so amen. But I, I told her, I said, Girl, shut your mouth. I said, let me tell you something. I said, that mama's worked for you today. I said, she's put a roof over your head. She's put clothes on your back. She's put food on your table. And you just told that very same woman that's providing the car for you, paying the insurance, somebody, somebody say amen, putting the tires, doing oil changes. You, you just told her that you hate her guts. And I said, you march your little rear end right back in there, I said, you tell your mama, you, you don't know what she, I said, I don't care what she done. I said, your mama cannot be here tonight. You better go in there and you better tell your mama that you're sorry and you love her. Honest before God, preachers, I'm standing here tonight, honest before God. She marched back in there, told her mom she loved her. That was on a Wednesday night. Two weeks after that, Brother Donnie got a call at 4 a.m. to go into Greenville Memorial Hospital And there was that mama laid up on the ferry. Y'all know what I'm talking about? The rattle. (sighs) Caleb, I looked right at that girl. I said, I looked at that boy, boy, big old tears just streaming down her face. I said, Girl, aren't you glad you got things right with your mom? Can I say this tonight? I know somebody may hurt you, somebody may done you wrong, and you're going to hold on to that. And you're going to use that excuse from stopping you from serving God. Oh gosh, Lord, Lord, you're here. Lord's here, Lord's here tonight. You're going to hold on to that bitterness that's going to keep you from coming here and worshiping God. You're going to hold that hurt, preacher, that people's lashed out at you and you're going to hold that thing against them and nobody ain't going to move that chip off your shoulder. You're just going to hold on to it and you're going to beg somebody to knock it off. You're going to go to the grave mad at everybody else. Yeah. When God's sitting here saying, I can relieve you of it. be yeah. this, when his brothers hated him, his father still had a job for Joseph to do. You know what is a true sign of of mature Christianity? When you can serve those that hate your guts. Mom, dad, when you can look at that kid and they're, they're out in the world living like hell, when you can truly serve God and have a smile on your face without being mad at God without being mad at those kids, without being mad at kids, that your mom, dead. I know things may not have turned out the way you want them to be, but holding on to that grudge and letting us disrupt your worship and your service to God is blocking a big old move of God. Look at his response tonight. He said, his father said, I need you to go help your brothers. Go feed, go serve your brothers. And here's what he said, here am I. You want a true sign of Christian maturity? Serving people that don't like you. I know you don't believe this tonight, but there's people that don't like me. I know you don't believe that, but it's the God's truth. There's people tonight that are mad at me because I do what I do. You know what I'm gonna keep on doing, Brother Donnie? I know they don't like me. You no, know, I'm just gonna keep on serving God. Amen. I I didn't get in this thing for people. It's my job to help people. But I'm not daddy called and I'm not mama sinned. My job is to serve God. Whether two people hate me, two hundred people hate me, I, I refuse to quit. I refuse to give up serving God. God has been way too good to me. God has blessed my socks off. Somebody say, "Amen." God has been way too good for me to stop serving God because somebody hates me. Can I tell you tonight? If somebody's done you wrong, the best thing you can do is get busy for God. If somebody said something to you, the best best way to forget about it is get busy serving the king of kings and the lord of lords that's right, that's good. That's right. oh my we find a, a Colossians three verse 23 and whatsoever you do do it heartily can i say you can't hold on to bitterness and mad and anger and try to serve god so I don't know who you are tonight. I'm telling you, this is from the Holy Ghost. Some of you tonight are dealing with family hurt, friends hurting you. Maybe some of those days they hurt you and your whole, I'm a, well, preacher, they, they owe me an apology. What are you gonna do if they never come to you and apologize? I hear that all my life across the church. Well, preacher, you don't know what Sister Wobblejaw said about me. Preacher, you don't know what Brother, Brother, Brother Loudmouth said. About me, can I can I just say something super spiritual here? Who cares? Come on. I didn't get in this thing to get people's approval. Honey, if you're in the if you're in this thing to get people's attaboys and good jobs, you're in this thing for the wrong reason. People's gonna talk, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna serve God. People are not gonna talk, you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put in my mind and my heart, I'm gonna serve God no matter what comes my way. Job is to serve the Father. Boy, I like this right here. We don't serve God to please people. We serve God to please God. Some of you pastors say amen right here. You can never please people. So if you can't please people, you might as well please the one who made people. Might as well just please God. Amen. Joseph maintained his role. And I want to say something right here. Lord, help us right here. Look at verse number 23. And it came to pass when Joseph was come come unto his brethren that they stripped Joseph out of his coat. Can you believe there's people in your life that want to strip things from you? There's people tonight, you're under the sound of my voice, and somebody's done stole your joy. Somebody's done stole peace. Man, you ain't got no more joy. You ain't got no more peace. You've let somebody strip things from you that you once had. Now you lay in bed at night, you're miserable. You know what it feels like to have the peace of God. You know what it feels like, Brother Don, to be around people and smile and, and cut up, but you've allowed somebody to come in and steal. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right there. You've allowed people to come in and take something from you, and now you're going to hold them hostage because they took something from you. Oh, my God, saying a word. Joseph got back stripped out of his coat. Some of you tonight, you've been stripped of everything. You've been stripped of your smile. You've been stripped of your service. You're miserable. You're trying to find other things to help satisfy the peace of God. You're, you're trying to get it back in other ways. Can I tell you the best way you can get that back is get at the foot of Jesus. Yeah. Amen. They stripped his coat, his coat of many colors, and they took him cast him into a pit. And the pit was empty, there was no water in it. Look at verse number 25, how sad. And they sat down to eat bread. Can I say what's really bad is when somebody hurts you and you know they ran you down, preacher, and you know they, they purposely, purposely, not accidentally, purposely hurt you, and then they carry on their life like it never happened. Yeah. You're right. <clears throat> Can I say this And I, 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 I'm living there. You, there's people out there, Brother Donnie, that's purposely tried to hurt me and my family. They carry on their life. Preacher, they go eat bread. They purposely put you in a pit. On purpose. Said, yeah, Not accident. It was playing, and it was all. I feel a preach right there. It was purposely done to just men. Their, their whole mentality was, I'm going to knock them out. I'm going to knock them up. I'm going to take some things from them. Then I'm going to throw them somewhere, and I'm going to carry on my life like nothing's going. I'm talking to some hurt people tonight. Somebody's purposely hurt you. You're mad at God. You're mad at those people because they're they're just carrying on their life, Brother Donnie, and it seems like it's not even phasing them. I don't know why the Holy Ghost assigned this tonight, but I know the Holy Ghost is speaking to my heart. I know that for a fact. Somebody has purposely hurt you, and now you're in a pit, and you're looking back at their life, and they're just carrying on. Got to be honest with you, Brother Donnie. If that was me in the pit... And I heard some food chomping. I've heard some Miss Joanne. If I heard some just laughter, i got to be honest with you, I couldn't be like Joseph. If this story tonight was written about Jeffrey, it would have been he did everything he could to try to go knock them boys out. Yeah. I'm there with you, brother. i I got to be honest with you, anybody talks about my wife and I, know, and I hear it and I know about it, watch out. Somebody say Amen. Yeah. If it ain't a pistol, it's going to be a fist. Somebody help me right there. Anybody talk about my little boy? Sure enough, it's going to be on like Donkey Kong. Somebody say amen. If you're a man, you don't protect your family, you let somebody run your family down like a dog, you're a hypocrite. Somebody say amen. Ain't nobody going to purposely hurt my family and get away with it if it's up to me. It's up to me. But I'm not Joseph. Don't you see what Joseph did when people purposely and planned to hurt him? Joseph maintained, hear me now, his reputation. Oh my, can I say this? character is a feature or trait that formed the individual nature of some person. You'll find here in just a moment, Joseph is about to go through so many phases of his life. Some of you tonight, you feel like you're in a pit, and you're looking at people who's walked out on you, who's done you wrong, who purposely took things from you, and now you're holding grudges. Can I say this? Joseph wasn't that way, and we see where Joseph got at the end of his life here in a moment. Well, find that. Can I say his character didn't change when his surroundings did? You're right. Lord, saying something tonight. Proverbs 10 and 9, He that walketh uprightly walketh surely. He that perverteth his ways shall be known. Abraham Lincoln said this. I love this. I would rather be a little nobody than to be an evil somebody. I'd rather be a little nobody than an evil somebody. He also said this. Character is like a tree, and reputation its shadow. The shadow is what we think it is, and the tree is the real thing. Can I say this right here? Some of you tonight, you've been hurt purposely and you're in the pit and your character has changed. You're not who you once was. God's saying a word tonight. You don't even go to church no more. You don't even have the desire to go to church anymore. You don't even have the desire to, man, want to be around your family people who actually love you the devil's done told you your family hates your guts the devil's done told you fooey on it can i tell you tonight your character does not have to change when you're down in the pit Amen. oh lord help us tonight he maintained his reputation he maintained his reputation in the pit Notice he not only changes, had his maintained his reputation in the pit, but he maintained his reputation in Potiphar. You'll find that there in chapter number thirty-nine, verse number seven through nine. May I say, ladies and gentlemen, verse number—I like verse number seven—and it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph, and she said, "Lie with me." Nobody's looking, Joseph. Joseph, your character, nobody's around, Joseph. Nobody's around, just me and you. Joseph, let's let's do something. Nobody's gonna see it. I like verse number eight. But he refused. Can I say this? This ain't popular, but I still 100% back the Bible. And I firmly believe when sin is in front of us, You still can refuse sin. You still can say no. No is a very short word, but oh so powerful when those friends want you to do something. Can I say it's okay to say no? Amen, amen. It's okay to say no to drugs. It's okay to say no to sex before marriage. It's okay to say no to partying. Mamas and daddy, it's okay to not tell dirty jokes. It's okay to say no no. no, it's 2023, but it's still okay to say no to the things of the world. Yes, Amen. You know why he could say no? Because his character didn't change. Yeah. Amen, In yeah, Potiphar's, not only in Potiphar's, but we find there now in chapter number 39, he's in prison. He is now bound because of a lie. Preacher, he is now in a, in a place in his life where he can't even help himself because somebody lied on him. You ever found your spot in a place where you can't even help yourself? I'm talking about so low and so defeated. And you're hurt as people. Listen, that family still ain't changed For all they know, Joseph is bye-bye. He's a goner. We sold him. We're done with him. There's people tonight that are wiping their hands of you, saying, Look, they're done. Yeah, right. I don't know what this ain't even in my notes, but there's people tonight who used to love you, who used to be by your side, and they're thinking, Ha! He's gone. Yep. And the funny thing is, they're going back down people. Like Jacob, hey, Dad, Joseph is gone. There's people tonight that that thank you. I'm about to feel a preach coming on. There's people tonight in your life who has counted you all but dead. Oh, Holy Ghost, help me preach right here. There's people in your life who's walked out on you and you're holding that bitterness and they're going around telling everybody a lie and now you find yourself in a prison and you can't even help your own self. They're saying he's done. That girl, she's done. That mom she's done. That young man she's done. That preacher he's done. But can I say this? I don't care what the sorry devil says. I don't care what the demons in hell say. Long as there's breath in your body, there is hope for you. I don't care how far and which sin you are. I don't care if you're bound in prison and you can't even help your own self. I'm glad I got Amen. I don't care what people say you may be bound and feel like you can't even help your old self out oh brother Donnie there's a God there's a God that knows where you are there's a God that can help you tonight Amen. now Joseph is bound because of a lie and he's hurt by somebody who's done happy that Joseph is done Boy, oh, little did they know that they'll find several times. Come on. And the Lord. Come on. I don't know if y'all like what I'm preaching, but I feel pretty good tonight. Boy, all their families over there saying that boy's done. And the Lord, and the Lord was with Joseph. Other people count you out, other people say you're done. You yourself, not even. Oh my, you yourself might even say you're done, but you can't be done when the Lord's with you. Can I say you don't even have the power because God's with you. Honey, God can change your life tonight. God can turn it around in the prison. Why? Because the Lord was with him. Yes, sir. Oh my, I'm glad no matter what we're in, I'm glad the Lord is with us tonight. Amen in a spot preacher where he can't even help his own self then the Lord shows up yes, sir. that unseen hand comes along some of you you're trying to figure life out you're trying to figure out how to do this you're mad at this one, you're mad at that one you're better in this situation and you can't even help your own self but you gotta remember you've been saved forever ago Oh my, and that same Lord that was with you back then, he's still with you tonight. Some of you are here tonight by a trophy of God's mercy. I'm trying to move on, but boy, I feel a preacher right here. Some of you tonight can't even help your own self and you're here tonight because the Lord's been with you. The Lord went with you through that hail. The Lord went with you through that storm. The Lord went through you through all that stuff and he's here to give you another opportunity and the Lord, let's pray Joseph when you can't even help your own self, I'm glad the Lord stands right there with us. There's been times in my life where I didn't even know where I was gonna take the next step. And the Lord is with me. Some of you tonight, you're mad at God, you're mad at people, and that bitterness has drove you to a prison, and you're locked in. You used to be happy, you you know what it feels like when the Holy Ghost shows up. Yeah. Now you're in that prison and you're mad. Boy, I'm trying my best to mind God, tonight. Oh, God, boy, you're mad at everybody. You're mad you have no joy. You can't even smile. Boy, you're locked up. But you got to realize, I'm glad the Lord can go to the pit. I'm glad the Lord can help you in Potiphar's but I sure enough am glad God can help you in the prison times Amen. of life when you don't even know what to do next. I'm glad God's right there with us tonight. Amen. Can I see this? You won't get out of prison by yourself. You hear me tonight? You won't get out of that prison by yourself. That bitterness has stuck you to a wall. Joseph's done. His daddy thinks he's even dead. And the Lord. That does something for me. I don't know if it does something for y'all. And the Lord. With Joseph. There's been times, preacher, I didn't even want to wake up out of bed. What's the use? People's talking about me, people's mad at me. And the Holy Ghost would show up. Oh, my. Joseph found himself in the prison. Can I say this, ladies and gentlemen? Joseph maintained. His reputation, Joseph maintained his role. Not only in in the pit and Potiphar's in the prison. Don't you look at chapter number 41. I'm almost done. The Holy Ghost is saying something tonight. Notice the Holy Ghost. He What Joseph did with Holy Ghost and Joseph, look where they went. They went to the palace. Can I say this? It was no accident in Joseph's life. He landed exactly where God wanted him to be. He put him right smack dab. I like that word. He put him, Brother Donnie, right where he needed to be. The devil's laughing. Joseph's gonna give up. devil's laughing. His brothers are laughing. Joseph's probably toast by now. Can I say this? Boy, I like this right here. Everywhere Joseph went, he finally ended up where God wanted him to be. And guess what? He didn't pay one penny one piece of silver or one gold to get where God wanted him to be. Can I see this? You stay true to your reputation. God will pay for you and God will take care of you when you have no idea how. Joseph is now second in command. Can I say his brothers still think he's gone? His family, it's amazing to me. And I'm I'm rushing through this. I'm trying to say this. I'm rushing all to say this, Brother Donnie. It's amazing in my life. But Mitchell, the very same people that hurt me are the very same people I might need one day. You're right. Amen. Son, God's saying a word. I'm oh it's eight eight oh five. Let me hurry, let me say this right here. Everywhere Joseph went in his life, he still had people that hated his guts. Joseph maintained his role. Joseph maintained his reputation. Turn to Genesis 45 and I'm done. Turn to Genesis 45. Some of you tonight, you're mad. You're bitter. You are locked yourself in a prison and you don't even want help. You don't even want help. Can I say you get to that point? Only God can get you out. Can I say, can I say this? If you lose everything but God, God's all you need. Amen. That's good preaching right there. Joseph had nobody but stocks. And guess who was right there with him? The Lord. Yes, sir. Look at Genesis 45, and I'm done. I mean it. Look at, why don't you look at verse number 15. We find where Joseph maintained his role, his reputation. But I want to say this tonight. Joseph maintained his responsibility. It's, it's just going to be like Robitussin. It's going to taste nasty, but if you swallow real hard... It'll go down quick, but this will help you. Preacher, you don't know what they said to me. Y'all ever heard that? Preacher, you don't know what they've done to me. Preacher, you don't know my mom and my dad, that, that person that let you don't know, preacher, you don't have no. Those people that walk down my life, preacher, you don't, you don't even know what in the world they're talking. They've, they've been talking so much smack about me. You know what I've learned about people talking smack? Just let them keep talking smack. My dad was very spiritual one day. He told me this preacher, I was so tore up about somebody talking smack about me. Here's what he said. Verse in the Bible. Where there is no wood, the fire goeth out. That's pretty good, brother. People can talk lies all they want to, but eventually that fire is gonna burn out on that life. Look at verse 15. Moreover, I like that. I like that word. In in other words, despite the fact what has happened to now. More over. In other words, he got more over it. <laughs> yeah. that Holy Ghost just gave me that. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to write that down. Honestly, he just gave it to me. Some of you need to get more over stuff. Yes, sir. Some of you let so little stuff bother you. Joseph, his character hasn't changed. Joseph's been the same. Joseph's still smiling. Joseph's still serving God everywhere he goes. And now he's got to get over some things. So he says, moreover. Well, that's good. I'm about to write that down. Notice now this. (laughs) He kissed some, that's the wrong version. Look there, verse number 15. Moreover, he kissed a couple. Moreover, he kissed all his brethren. I want to help you. You can come to the piano. Just play whatever God puts on your heart. He maintained his responsibility. Some of you tonight, you are deeply, deeply hurt. You're hurt. There's people in your life that have. Purpose, I'm preaching to me. Now I'm preaching to Jeffrey. This ain't for y'all. This is for me. They have purposely hurt you on purpose, not an accident. And now they're going around telling everybody you're that that boy, Donnie, he's he done. Jared, that girl, she, she's done. Y'all see her? She's gonna fall. She's gonna, she gonna fall flat on your face. And can I say this? If you keep listening to that garbage long enough, somebody say man, If you listen to that garbage, you will fall. Yes, sir. You will fall. Tonight, some of you, you are so mad at the people around you that's left you and done you wrong, and you're mad. And you want to get even. But can I say this? Joseph's family was a tool in the hand of God yes, to spare their lives. Right, right. You can play whenever you get ready. Look look at verse number 15. Moreover, he kissed all his brethren. Well, preacher, why, why didn't his brothers, I don't find it. If you find it, please show it to me. Where his brothers come and said, Joseph, sorry about that sorry Joseph some of you tonight you're waiting on others to apologize for the hurt they've done in your life and you are miserable God is saying a word right there you are waiting for somebody to walk up to you and say oh I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and you are in prison, you're miserable. Son, I'm telling you, God is here. God is very here. You're waiting, Brother Donnie. I don't know if it's you, if it is. Amen, praise the Lord. You're waiting on somebody to come say, Donnie, I'm sorry. Can I say this? You can wait on it all you want to. But they may never show up. It's robbed you of everything you've ever used to have. It's took your joy away. It's took the peace of God in your life out, and you're waiting for them, brother Donnie. Son, I'm telling you, I feel God. You're waiting on them to come say, "I'm sorry." Somebody's kids has done you wrong. You're waiting on that friend to, "I'm sorry, friend. I'm sorry." What are you gonna do if they never come? Donnie, one of those people that hurt never come to you and say Jared Mitchell I'm sorry what if that mom, dad, that wife that husband, that that teenager that, that kid, that my aunt, uncle what if they never come what if that church member never comes to you and apologize you'll never get nothing done for God you'll be miserable and you'll start trying to find other ways to find the peace that only God can give put in your soul Moreover, I could see he was walking in there. Joseph said he had to go hide behind the curtain. He didn't know what to do. Let me ask you a question tonight. Are you going to be so miserable because you're waiting on somebody to come apologize? You're willing to wreck and ruin and kill your own life just because you're waiting on an apology? You don't know what they done. Look what they done to Jesus. What did God say to them? You sorry suckers? Nah, that's not what God said. What did God say, Carter? Father, forgive them. Can I say some of you are so miserable tonight. You're so miserable. Son, I'm telling you, God is saying a word. God's saying a word. Some of you are so miserable tonight. You're so bitter. You know what it's like to worship God. You, you've been over there, boy, where God showed up. The peace of God. You used to be so faithful to the house of God. You used to be so happy on Sunday. And Wednesdays days come, but you're waiting on somebody to apologize. And I say this, don't wait on somebody to apologize. You apologize to them. Well, preacher, stay miserable. Stay in that prison. Can I say this? Everybody around sees what's going on. You can't hide it. Moreover, he kissed all of us. Brother, I'm done right here. Listen to this. To forgive is to set a prisoner free and to discover that prisoner was you. I don't know who you are tonight, but I know somebody's in bad shape. Somebody's hurt you and you're waiting on them to apologize. Are you going going to be sour the rest of your life and bitter because somebody won't come say I'm sorry? Can I say the very best thing you can do tonight? If you got that root of bitterness, I know nobody in here likes that, but I'm just telling you, maybe there's somebody. Maybe somebody's listening. You got that root of bitterness springing up it's done stole your joy it's done stole your juice say amen you get around those other pots you can't even enjoy them because you're so bitter so mad don't let that bitterness destroy your life and stop you from serving God remember what I said earlier first set of the message we didn't get in this thing for people we got in this thing for God we're standing tonight, heads bowed and eyes closed. Help us right here, Holy Ghost. Nobody looking tonight. I firmly believe. I firmly believe in my heart that God has spoke to somebody. I don't know who you are. I have no idea what you're dealing with. But you got two choices tonight stay bitter stay miserable stay in that prison or get to Jesus I wonder why nobody's looking tonight I know this is kind of strange but it's it's okay it's okay I say preacher I tell you preacher Ellison, we'll see revival we get to this little hard hardness and this bitterness stuff there's no telling what God will do in your family's life if you let that bitterness go Nobody looking. I want you to be honest with me tonight. Say, preacher, I've been done wrong. Everything could go up. I want, you, I want you to be honest with me tonight. Nobody's looking. I want you to be honest with me. Say, preacher, I've been done wrong. And preacher, I'm holding stuff against somebody. And I know I shouldn't. it take a big person to do that. Anybody be honest with me tonight. Say, preacher, I got to be honest. I'm bitter. I bless you, young man. I see that. God bless you, ma'am. God bless you, sir. Anybody else be honest God bless you, young man. See those hands. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. Things ain't turned out the way you thought they could. God bless you, sir. See that hand. Anybody else be honest with me? Preacher, I'm mad. Preacher, I've lost my smile. Preacher, I don't even want to serve God anymore. I'd I say, tell you tonight, and the Lord was with Joseph. Why nobody's looking would you come tonight get that thing squared up with God some of you need to come tonight and tell God you're sorry you've been mad at him because of that family member because of that situation some of you need to crawl your way in this altar tonight and tell God Lord I am sorry Lord I'm sorry for stop serving you Lord I've let that bitterness I've let that thing destroy me preacher God I am sorry tonight folks are coming nobody's looking you know tonight you know you're mad you're trying to feel everything else would you come tonight those of you that raised your hand several in the altar more need to come tonight would you come while we tarry here for a second Preaching, you just don't understand I don't have to God does can I tell you tonight God loves you God's given you another chance to get things right tonight. Can I tell you mom dad don't stay in that prison. That prison you're in is affecting everybody else around you. Mom dad that 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 prison you're in. It's affecting those kids, grandma, grandpa. All that bitterness is messing with those grandkids. Don't stay in that prison tonight. Don't stay miserable. in the prison you're in tonight (laughs) oh God don't stay miserable preacher Brian help me don't stay miserable tonight don't stay miserable those people done stripped you of your joy those people done stripped you of everything your life has to offer don't stay in that prison tonight boy God can set you free tonight God can change your life God can change your family tonight don't stay bound up to those things the devil's done took all kind of things out of your life God's given you a chance tonight oh God help us God's given you a chance tonight To get out of that prison and get set free. No, hold on to those things, church. Don't sit there and soak and sigh because of what mom and dad's done. What grandma and grandpa's done. Well, you can get set free tonight.